Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let me know what you need. Hi, and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. Alistair, are you good? I am the good, and I am you ready are to the form go. of the good. I am the good. Yeah. And I am in all forms of the good. I am uh, positive. Ooh. I am uh, not quite great. Yes. And I am a product that can be both sold or bought. And, <laughs> and bought. As well as and. Oh, we ever... sold it, but we didn't have any buyers. <laughs> we that, just put it out there. I guess that would work in one of those circumstances. You know, like, when you're... I know those circumstances. Those circumstances where... <laughs> you know those circumstances. It's like it, gets, it gets sold into a holding area, right? And so it's no longer your responsibility. Indeed. It's just in a pool. It's in a pool. Mm. With that, and then the buyer can come along. Yeah, like the Australian Wheat Board. Is that what the Wheat Board does? Yeah, I think so. Did I, did I just come across a economic, uh, like a a, a a technique used in commerce, um, often involving grains, mm. uh, all on my own? You just invented the Australian Wheat Board. Oh, that's completely good. independently. You're like I... that guy who developed some mathematical theorem, even though he was living on a mountain in Tibet. Right, oh. and like while it had been around for about fifty years, yeah. everyone was still really impressed because they were like, "You came up with this all by yourself." You're like that, but with the Australian wheat board. He was like one person, and they were everybody else in the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on a mountain, and there's less oxygen at higher levels. That's true. So it's well, more impressive. Maybe his neurons were working at higher efficiency. Mm. Do you think there's any mathematicians that go to high altitude Altitude trading? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Look, it could work. I wonder. Like, does, does increased, like, certainly reduced blood flow to your brain damages brain function. Mm. So maybe increased blood flow to the brain uh, will improve it I've or cause a stroke. blood flow to the brain. Um... So wait, does does going to higher altitudes reduce your blood flow? No, no. Well, it, I think it increases. Or like, so what happens? You go to higher altitudes, yeah. right? There's less oxygen, so mm. your body creates more hemoglobin and more red blood cells. Yeah. Right. So to 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 be able to collect more oxygen, distribute it to your body, right? So it compensates, yeah. and then you go back down to regular level, sea level, if you will. Sea. And sea uh, mm. level. After being on M level. Yeah. Mountain. <laughs> Um, and then you, uh, oh, now you distracted me. <laughs> no, but that, now you've got all this extra blood, so now you're getting additional oxygen above and beyond Ooh. what you would have otherwise got at sea level. So, does that mean that, like, if a, a mathematician or someone who uses their mind mm. uh, could, um, could 
achieve the same results? And would it be better, or would, as I said, they just have a stroke? Do you think it would be fun, for the sake of a sketch, Mm, to think that maybe you could do all sorts of training in mountains? Oh, a range of training. Like, you could just be one mathematician. Or Um, you could be a receptionist. And your company is sending you to a mm-hmm. high altitude phone receptioning in camp Kenya. in Ke- Kenya. You know, because also the you know where because of the the long distance runners are also from there. So if we were to to push that kind of analogy further, yes, she's also eating this kind of weird like corn meal. Uh, yeah, great. Thing. <laughs> and, uh, she's be living with a tribe. Living with it, she, she's she's doing it barefoot. She has to do. She's doing it barefoot, absolutely, and she has to do all these things where she, uh, sort of a coming-of-age ceremonies, mm. where she has to be put through an extreme amount of pain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, like, crawl through these these yeah. spiky bushes, and then there's a part where she... Stands on a log for 48 hours yeah. on one leg. And then they also have to cut her at some point. They put mud on her, and then they cut her. And then they open right? her bowel. No, 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 well, no, they cut her for a bit. And and then if she flinches, you'll be able to tell from the dry mud flaking off. And if she does flinch, she will get murdered. <laughs> but if she doesn't, then she will be accepted as one of them. It'd be a really great receptionist. Yeah. I think this is a really good idea. Um, I uh, am a little uncomfortable with the fact that you made the receptionist a woman. But, really? Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, well... What if? Yes. What if she just replaced a man? Oh, good. That's good because she was better at her job. Yeah. 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 I like it. All right. All right, sister. <laughs> Great. No, yeah. uh, that's excellent. It makes me think of uh, the gods must be crazy. You know, you remember the gods must be crazy Absolutely. and the gods must be crazy too. Which at the With time that- I was like, this is a great movie, but I that feels like one that I could could definitely stand rewatching through a racist lens. Yeah, I, I wonder, because... <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, was it with the, co- it's the, with, the, with the Coke bottle that mm. falls out of the plane and yeah. hits, hits somebody in the head? Mm. But I really like that little kid with the, with the bark. Who puts the bark on his head to scare, scare the uh, wild dog? I think it's a what? hyena. Could it even it, be a hyena? I think it might have been a hyena. Mm. Yeah, to make himself look bigger, and then the hyena leaves him alone. Yeah. No, that was great. I remember that bit as well. I think I remember a series of moments from that film. Yeah. Fondly. You, when you say you want to look at it through a racist lens... Yes. Do you want to go, God, I hate those people. <laughs> no, I, I, sorry. I guess not racist, but a, a racially aware lens. Like, it just it feels like such a bloody minefield that I don't know if you can make a movie like that today because of political correctness gone mad and also political correctness just gone to a reasonable level. Yes, and <laughs> gone sane. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, it's just a, just a, I mean, just a risky year. Political cor- correctness went mad mm-hmm. in the 80s. What are the chances that it would be Cured? Would have recovered from its mental illness. There's very few few cures for mental illness. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just more like you find a way of learning to live with it. Well, maybe you could you could put it through some kind of electroshock therapy. But ironically, political correctness is one of the things stopping us from re-embracing electroshock therapy. So I think it would be reluctant to go through with it. 
Really? Is political correctness stopping us from... Or are you talking about shock therapy? <laughs> no, uh, electroshock therapy, I'm pretty sure, uh, is um, went out of fashion for a long time yeah. because of images of how horrible it is. Okay, right. And it was misused for a long time and did awful things to people. But right. it actually also has a valid application these days and they're finding it works, which is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. There's no way that should work. Like, that's my attitude to trying to fix a TV or something is like hitting it. Yeah, right? they, they used it on my grandpa. Yeah, right. Yeah, did it yeah. work? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it, it, it definitely jumped him out of his... Uh, depression apparently for a bit I think that's what yeah. they used it for yeah which is so strange that just electrocuting the brain yeah. it seems like the most archaic oh well you know it's, like it's anything it's it's like a, it's just one step above caveman's caveman with with electricity yeah like what would you do if you were a caveman and you were given electricity what would you do you'd probably first electrocute thing, your, first thing, your testicles tear, tear the wires apart uh, yeah like that, and place them on my temple and then flick the switch first thing first thing bam second thing second thing i would invent the toaster third thing Wait, invent you, the toast yeah invent the toast of course well then you have to invent an oven to mm. make bread and then uh you have to invent the cooling tray. Yes, for the bread. The uh, the toast rack. Oh no, sorry, the toast. cooling tray for the bread. Yeah, for the bread. And then the toast rack. And then, then the knife to slice the bread. And then, what was yours? <laughs> the toast the toast rack. Do you put your toast on a rack? I I uh, people do or did. I don't. I don't. I think they've certainly fallen out of favor. But there was a time when a toast rack, that little thing you sit your toast vertically in to oh, let yeah. it cool down, yeah. was quite popular, so that, which so, seems so strange so, so, to me. So like, oh, you go, here's a rack so that you can put your hot toast on there so that by the time you get to it, the butter won't melt on it. Yeah, and you won't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Wow, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I, am, I have been enjoying toast too much. But that being said, my dad likes cold toast. So that he is- props his toast up. Like one piece of toast leaning against another piece of toast, like a house of cards. Yeah. Very shitty house of cards. Sure. It's like a shanty of toast. Yeah. Um, and he <laughs> he just waits for it to cool down. It's more like one of those survival huts that you make. Yeah, yeah. it's a bivouac. When, yeah, when you're, <laughs> when you're lost in the woods. It's very like, all right, well, I'm going to die. Uh, this will do. All I got are these two enormous pieces of toast. Yeah. I um, hope they block <laughs> rain. Toast doesn't get soggy, does it? Um, yeah, strange man. No, well, strange you know, man. I, I barely relate to him at all, no, to be a, honest. He's a good man. If I wasn't related to him, yeah. I wouldn't relate to him yeah. even slightly. Oh, I barely related to him. Cold toast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think, look, I think it, since someone's told me about that, that sort of pyramid or the... Um, what, what was the word? Bismawack? <laughs> Bivouac? Bivouac? Oh. It's a good word. It's like hemoglobin. Great mm. words. Um, but since somebody told me that, I've definitely tried it. Sometimes if you don't want the toast to s- sweat, you know? Like if you're having the toast by itself, unbuttered, uh, with a bowl of beans. Yeah. Then you don't need it hot. You don't need it hot, that's true. Because the beans are doing the heat work. Yeah, and I guess if you're dipping it in soup, similar situation. Tomato soup? Like a poor person? <laughs> is that a thing? Well, uh, that's the only time I've eaten tomato soup. Is it when you've been poor? 
when I've been very poor. You go, all right, well, cans of tomato super <laughs> things, cheap. Things are looking grim, guys. But why would you get tomato and not um, pumpkin? Because I had, uh, I think I'd just seen somebody eating tomato soup and I went, what about this? And then you put, like, you add milk to it. Had you seen a poor person doing it? On TV. You thought, like, yeah. oh, this is the time. Yeah, it must have been the a time. news report about the western suburbs of Sydney <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a, Western, a news report about the western suburbs of Sydney. Somebody get out there and get me a lot of overlay of uh, sad people eating tomato soup. The universal symbol of poverty. Yeah, or even worse, people that look happy eating tomato soup because then it's even sadder because they're not even aware of their plight. Oh, my God. How bad the situation is. Yeah, it's even sadder because they're not sad. <laughs> God, the only way we could improve conditions for the poor is to go out there and make them aware of how tragic it is. Because if there's one thing worse than yeah. poverty, it's ignorance. <laughs> it's self-delusion. I hate to see them living like this, unaware of how shit their lives are. <laughs> We're going to start a public awareness <laughs> campaign where I drive around in a large gold car yeah. uh, yelling out, you are poor. <laughs> There's no denying <laughs> this is a tough situation that you are in. Grim uh, times indeed. Is there any way to make a sketch out of that where it's an idiot says something like that? And then we show the consequences through the medium of sketch. Yes, but I think we should also hear from the poor people who are thankful, in a way, that they have been in line. We didn't know how bad things had got. It's, it's almost like, you know, it would be great to have a segment that is... It would opinions, be great to have a segment. Yeah, to have, like, um, things guys in their 20s, guys who think they're smart in their 20s say. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like I still talk like a guy who's in his 20s who has read a few books. Yeah. And then just goes like, yeah. uh, evolutionarily speaking, mm. uh, this is why this happens. Yeah, no, like there are certain opinions that really, or opinions or facts that really just appeal to that 20-year-old male mind, yeah. right? Where it, it goes in and it's like, oh, this is a good explanation that I now understand that yeah. also makes other people stupid. At the molecular level. Yeah. I think technically... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, like like that thing about, uh, about um, hunting. Yeah. Um, and how a lot of money from hunting goes into... Actually, actually, you know, a certain amount of hunting is good because the money can then go back into the into conservation, right? So, like, in yeah. uh, hunting lions, right? Uh, the gut instinct is that it's bad. Uh, there is some theories that it's good because it allows money to come back into a communities, which allows them to protect the animals because they have an economic value, right? Yeah. That I think that is the kind of thing that, like, oh, once you've heard that theory, it makes you feel really clever to be able to bring that out at parties oh, and be like, well, you would think that hunting is bad, but... I know a fact that is a different one. That is very good. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Now, is there? How could we frame this? Well, I, I, I think, I think the, um, uh, the, 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 just the idea of the, the people, that government or somebody. Yeah. Maybe there's a there's a think tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like think tanks. We like think tanks. Is a twenty year old male think tank? Yeah. Or, okay, to get away from think tanks. 
let's go with um, there's just a politician, mm. right? And he's hired a 20-year-old con- male consultant, sure, right? To get us in touch with what the 20-year-old male is thinking. And so whenever there's a problem that comes in, the 20-year-old male gives his 20-year-old male opinion about what's really important or how that should be interpreted. And then they implement his strategy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, maybe they only ever consult him for his opinion after he's had three beers at a house party. Yeah, and and three beers and one puff of a spliff. Yeah, so um, we've... Uh, We've managed to get a hold of one of the best uh, policy consultants in the business. It's a 20-year-old man who's had three beers, one puff of a spliff, and is at a house party. It's the, <laughs> we've found the most knowledgeable person in the world. Yeah, that's great. He's <laughs> <laughs> the oracle. Let us consult the oracle. And so they go to him, or he comes in, and he's a little bit tipsy. And very opinionated. Uh, I think he's maybe quite close to a barbecue. Um, And he's just been rejected by a girl. Yeah, and he says something mean about it. Yeah. Great. I think he needs some kind of like... Spiritual sounding music or intelligent sounding music. Sure, yeah. Or not. Maybe um, he's just listening to no effects. Yeah, no, look. Um, this is slightly. Oh, no, no, no. What, what he listens to is the shins. Yeah. And other music that I like. Good. <laughs> he's just out. <laughs> Do you like the mountain goats? I don't know the mountain goats, oh. except for their beers. And their ability to climb mountains. Yes, and the and the goats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the mountain goats. They they're quite good, but they've got a kind of a, like a nasally whiny erudition, which you may enjoy. Okay, a whiny rendition. Erud erudition. Oh, what's an erudition? Oh, if you're erudite, you're well spoken. Is erudition that when, is there? So erudite no, is you like go. when you is, is erudite. You ask me the question, so you answer. <laughs> is erudite when you sort of try to let a whole bunch of like, you know, uh, wind into a plate, like into a house or something like that? You're trying to erudite it out. <laughs> I don't know. That's erudite. Uh, it sounds like it could be a mir- mineral. Absolutely. Yeah. Also sounds like it could be uh, vitamin. Yeah, erudite. Yeah, very. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 uh, a, a sect of Christianity? Yes, the, the Erudites. Erudites. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, or a hand dryer. Type of wizard? Sure. Hey. Oh, the mighty Erudites have approached! <laughs> have approached. 
Well, you know, that's what happens when you try to come up with a thought when you've already begun oh. a, a sentence. How about this, Al? Yeah. Uh, somebody who's very well-spoken. Right. But uh, when you listen to him, he just sounds like he's down a well. I like that. Yeah? yeah there should be a word for that if that, if that <laughs> isn't it. I guess I didn't let you finish your sentence before. No, that's 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 all it is. Would it also work with somebody who's well-spoken who is speaking into a mic with a lot of reverb? Um, yes. Or but is, also, that, is that sort of pseudo-erudite? Yeah, I think he's giving the appearance of erudition, but he's not. <laughs> he's not actually well-spoken. Um, is there a way that we could just adapt the word erudite to make it mean what we want it so th- with the, the, the down a well part? Oh, I just, I just think the word well-spoken is probably fine. With the down the well thing, yeah. Oh, well spoken. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Did you not? No, no, that didn't. make the connection. No, no well, you were smiling at me like you knew what you I was talking no, about. No, I, I, I was more happy about the absurdity of it. Oh. I, don't, I don't like when things have links. <laughs> oh, so in a way, I've disappointed you. This is why. This is why I don't. I don't agree with the general opinion of, of I think most comedy viewing public mm. they like a thing that kind of wraps up together i like just a connected. thing that comes from nowhere and yeah. is genuinely funny not funny because of some trick right like, like but does that mean that you connected. just love non-secretors not necessarily because i could it, you could have said something else and i would have been like mm. uh. you know if you had gone like somebody who's well spoken and has a notebook see no it's terrible exactly it's really <laughs> awful Someone who's well-spoken and owns a Brickworks. I'm interested in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's something in it. That's, that's just something but in that's, that. That's been probably because it's somewhat related to the, you know, you think bricks and you think big cavernous area. Mm. And you think maybe he could be standing in there making an echoey sound like if he was down a well. Down a well. Yeah, well, a chimney is really just a sky well. It's a sky well. To get you access to air. Yeah. Like, okay, so this is a concept for a... Um, for like a, a steampunk kind of thing, yeah. right? Set in the Victorian era, hmm. right? This is great. Yep. You're going to love this, Alistair. Okay, I can't wait. Uh, so, um, so it's very smoggy, right? Because mm-hmm. of the Industrial Revolution. People live in this constant kind of fog yeah, or and, fog. And, and, yeah, and coal. And smog. burn a lot of coal. Yeah, burn a lot of coal, right? Mm. Uh, so they have wells in the ground and they put a bucket on a thing and they lower it down there to get uh, water from out mm. of the earth. But yep. then they also have these, what they call sky wells, which go up in the sky, and they have a bucket there, and they hoist that up on a rope, and it goes up above yeah. the smog to get fresh air, and they yeah. hoist the bucket back down That's again good. with a bucket full of fresh air, yeah. and then they and have then to they... take that home and chuck it into the house. You think they just breathe it? Like, like it's almost like they're, cu- they're cupping it like you, you would cupcake a fart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of good air. It's like the reverse cupcake. Yeah. They grab good air from up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a really polite thing to do. <laughs> you like you do it on a date, and the yeah. date really likes you for mm, it. Mm. Dutch ovening your significant other. Yeah, but, but with... What, like a reverse Dutch. Yeah. Uh, a... Uh, a, du- a Dutch a, toast rack. Yeah. A inverse Dutch. An inverse Dutch um, oven. I think I think look I think there's something in there. I don't know if it's a uh, it's a full sketch if it's but a full it's sketch a... but it's a beautiful moment yeah. in a steampunk well, themed uh, uh, film or... I would say. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I really would like to see it visually. I think that there'd be something really cool about seeing a super smoggy area and then like a 
a gust of fresh air being released into it? What would that look like? Would it look like water being thrown out? I don't oh, know. As, as the sort of clear air mm. came into the, into the foggy area. Yeah. Look, I think if we had some lasers, a smoke machine, mm-hmm. and a bucket of clean air, <laughs> we could we could reproduce this, make a YouTube video, make a billion hits. A billion. We'll put a Gangnam Style over it. Uh, we'll do it. We'll release a series of steampunk moments. Yeah. Wow. From the mind of the think tank. Yeah, you know, because if like painters, that's all they do, right? They just they 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 just capture a moment from somewhere. Right, like from you know, from some idea, right? So some landscape or some, you know, let's say they're they're they're, they're painting a, a medieval situation. Like let's that. say, yeah. So then they go, they give you one moment like that, but you never have like three second or five second just uh, portraits of, of fantasy worlds. Like if you make a fantasy world, you're like, all right, we may as well make a whole television. Yeah, series. yeah. No one's making fantasy vines. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody. Nobody. Well, well there probably, probably are some people. Well, no, but not very well. <laughs> They're not. They're not creating a whole I mean, world. I haven't seen one recently. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, if you if if they are if people are creating fantasy vines, please send it in. Mm. Tweet us at, at Alistair TB mm. or Stupid Old Andy or at Stupid Old Andy. Don't forget the at. Mm. Don't forget the at. All right. Well, look, I've written it down. The uh, you have? Yeah. The uh, chimney one. That's beautiful. Chimneys are the are sky wells. Great. Yep, grabbing air above. Renaissance painters, so, Alastair. Yep. I mean that idea of just capturing a single moment like that, but over a huge period of time. Because of how long it takes to how long it takes to paint something. Yeah. Uh, that it's 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 a strange mindset right that like yeah. this is what are you trying to do there you're trying to capture a what a mood uh yeah i think so i think look maybe like, maybe maybe it's not capture a mood i mean look i don't know whether there's a difference between the the, the grandmasters grandmaster da vinci mm-hmm. grandmaster you know i know uh, yes uh donatello yes uh grandmaster flash no, 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 uh, okay. no, no, no. Of course, so he's like he's he's not a painter, he's a <laughs> DJ. Um, anyway, uh, they do you think they were just trying like everybody here, like you know, like like I know that they 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 had learned their craft to a mm-hmm. point where people considered mm-hmm. them masters. Yeah, right. But they must have also just been like, man, I got to paint so I can get famous, or so I yeah. can you know make some money, and I can. Feed my kids, and, yeah. and I can, uh, you know, lay some babes down, uh, lay some boibs. men, men, boibs, boibs down, <laughs> boy babes, uh, lay some dogs down, you know, sure, just, you know, whatever they're into at Go. the time. It's the Renaissance, after all. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> anything, anything is possible. I'm a Renaissance man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like the Renaissance men, people who discovered new ways to do things that had never been done before. Some of them would have been Renaissance men of having sex with animals. Absolutely. Discovering yeah. new ways to have sex with new, new ways, animals. New positions. Mm. <laughs> if you were a, a bestialitude yeah. guy, yeah. then the age of exploration would have been pretty exciting. 
Oh, absolutely. Travelling all over the world, you know, you would have wanted to be on the voyage of the Beagle with Charles Darwin. Yeah. (laughs) Travelling to the Galapagos. To the Galapagos. (laughs) Seeing these giant tortoises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, these... I've never had sex with something over a hundred years old before. <laughs> exactly. In humans, that's almost impossible. And there's a Unless like you go to Japan, and there'd be you know there's those slight variations between. <laughs> sorry, I'm pushing on. The slight variations between the finches on all the different islands. It would have been like just the nuances of the the experience of yeah. having sex with all those different finches. It would have been a feast for the senses. Uh, indeed, yeah, you would have feast. learned a lot. Yeah. And- and also, it probably would have been a regular feast, because you probably would be also eating those animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. A feast for the mouth. Imagine, like, the the breadth of animals that Darwin ate. Mm. Like, do you think he would taste all the subspecies? Of... I mean... Do you think Darwin ate a whole genus? <laughs> he ever ate his way through an entire <laughs> genus? Yeah, do you think so? I'd like to meet a man who's eaten a whole genus. Well, I think, you know, the way mass extinction is going, it's going to become more achievable. Oh, Like, once upon a time, you know, there would have just been too many species in every genus to be able to eat an entire genus. Well, yeah. And, but and... with any luck, you know, in 50 years' time, you'll be able to get an entire genus just in a burger. Just, a, yeah, just, just in a big a breakfast. Burger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, all, yeah, you can definitely eat. What's, what's above genus? Uh, okay, so... Uh, if I want to be uh, order, to, eh? an order, no family, family, because yeah, if I want to be able to use hyperbole here, mm. I have to be able well, it's, to know it's, what it's, it's, it's a kingdom, phylum, uh, class, order, uh, family, genus, species. Uh, phylum is a great word. Yeah, they, phylum. This the one there to me is what pops as the funny one. Yeah. No, <laughs> if only we were performing to a biology con- <laughs> conference. Uh, I didn't need a, I didn't need a whole genus. I ate a whole phylum. I'm yeah. I'm so hungry. I could eat a phylum. I could eat <laughs> I could eat my way through a horse phylum. Yeah, well, horse um, is probably a, is a horse a genus? Like is a there's a horse is a part of a genus of like uh, of equine. Yeah, An something equine like that. Jesus, yeah. genus of some sort. Equine Jesus. Jesus. Equine <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he could trot on water. Um, I okay. think just going back a moment. I think. A guy who likes having sex with animals, yeah. who somehow talks his way onto the voyage of the beagle, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I think that's really fun. Yeah. Just how he's having the best time, and uh, maybe he's like Darwin's brother, or just a guy he went to school with, uh, and I think Darwin's sort of growing suspicion. About this guy? Yeah. Um, That's Darwin's boat. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was called the Beagle. Oh, well, there you go. It gives me a a greater respect for Beagles. Do you think Beagles were named before or after the boat? How much respect did you have for Beagles before? I did quite like... I have a lot of respect for Beagles because of their extreme sense of smell. And the work they do protecting our borders. Yeah, that look, that look, that I don't respect them that much for that. I think, I think they are. They, they, they. You think they sold out a bit? They, they. Do you think they're the man? They would have done it to the highest bidder. I think they have no integrity whatsoever. They're like a mercenary, aren't because they? I think beagles are also a little bit 
um, well, in a way, they're they're like mercenaries because I think they're they're a little bit like naughty. They don't always listen to you. If you have a beagle, they can be a little bit uh, troublesome. Ah, well, that's the problem. Actually, if you are a um, if you are a uh, a government or mm. you're a leader and you hire mercenaries, though, you, you, that is that is a real risk. Yeah. So, like, I think that if the beagles are just willing to you know sell their their you know their powerful noses. To the highest bidder, yeah. and there is, you know, that 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 risk that uh, maybe a drug lord could come along and just offer them a bit more, a little bit more, and then they'll roll over. A few more, so to speak. That's great. A few more biscuits. A few, few more, more biscuits, biscuits, and then liver treats. And then they'll rise up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's you know, dealing with a mercenary as well is like dealing with it's sort of like dealing with a whole mafia in one man. Mm, so one-man mafia. One-man mafia. He can he can turn on a dime and just, you know, you go, all right, give me that money for killing the people. No problem. I will definitely kill them. You're dead. <laughs> Boom, like that. You now know? I've got the money yeah. from you, yeah. and I can do something else. Maybe you can get money from the the person you were supposed to kill. You can go, look, I have been contracted to kill you. Uh, I will not do it if you give me money. You get double paid. Double payday. That's, it's, it's it's like weekend loading. It would be, I think. I think being a mercenary or being a hired killer mm-hmm. is probably a market that is. Um, I'm going to say ripe for disruption, much <laughs> like the taxi <laughs> and the uh, Airbnb kind of Uber, all that world, mm. right? Because at the moment there's not a lot of accountability for hitmen. Sure, yeah. Right, like if if you. At the moment, you can be the kind of hitman who gets hired for a job, kills the person who hires you, maybe kills or doesn't kill the person you were hired to kill, and takes money from everyone, yeah. right? And it's very difficult for people who've had a bad hitman experience to leave feedback. Sure, yeah, right. Absolutely. And uh, and there's so you know there's no karma in that sense, right? So I think yeah. uh, if we create that you know sort that of yelp, of, yeah, yelp. Of, of hitmen. Well, there's now people. I think people is that is the one. It's kind of like uh, you know Dane Rathbone was doing that thing with uh, Karma. Yeah. Well, I think there's actually one. There's now an app that is called People, mm, where you can just rate people. You can rate people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it, if it connects to your Facebook or what, you know, but don't you know don't connect to my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Leave good feedback. A plus plus plus. Like if I just delivered you your. Well, is it your? I guess is it your choice to sign up for it? I, can you rate someone who hasn't signed up for People? I wonder, because I mean, that would be a, an easy out if you were that person and you didn't want to be judged. If you were a bad person, why would you sign up for people? Yeah, but then I guess I guess in that way, it's kind of good because you only get people signing up for it uh, who are the kind of people who want to be accountable. Of course, right? Yeah. And maybe if you're an employer, you only want accountable kind of people. Sure. So yeah. there's pressure on you on on. You know, there's a there's a positive pressure to try and drive people to sign up and then also to take it seriously. Oh, well then then it, it pays to be one of those people who goes, oh, I don't know how to computers don't agree with me. I just you know I don't and you know. Well, then I think you're probably less likely to get hired for a large range of jobs. What's your job? Uh, computer programmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, you're right. What do you what do you think of a like an Uber for hitmen? Yeah, no, I do like that. I do like that. Um, um, would there be? Yeah, I mean, I guess obviously having to link it, link your your profile, 
your hitman profile to uh, your social media, to your Facebook page, is probably does a little bit of damage to your ability to disappear like mist in yeah. the, the morning sun. Sure, yeah, or like um, or like a, a hot pie in a sitting on a windowsill of a crowded area. Yes, or like a fairy floss mm. uh, on a windy day. Yes, or like confidence in the face of scrutiny. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know. Like how how that uh, how that would manifest. Look, I, I, as I a like sketch. the idea of Hitman Uber. Yeah. Um, sure. Look, um, I'll just write down Hitman Uber because well, I think. With, yeah. With okay. Those, and then I, I I would like to see the moment at which somebody uh, <laughs> certainly the Hitman Uber like when he kills someone maybe he offers them a mint or a bottle of water. Yeah. Or, <laughs> can yeah. you so can you rate this experience? Yeah. Maybe or, before he kills them, he gets them to rate it. Yeah, and or the, he gives it to the person that he's gonna kill for. Yep. And then the person's like, oh, I didn't really like what he did, and then he goes and kills them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you finished your thought. I think it was probably better. No, I I, th- I just think it's funny, obviously, that he he would do the, both ends. Of course. I'd right. be asking the person he's going to kill oh, also yeah. to rate the experience. Yeah. So far. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm... Uh, what's a good mercenary name? I'm... Uh, Zero. Yeah, I was going to say Xerxes. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, Anything like with a little Z or an X, X in it. X, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the... Uh, the more evil of mm, the letters. Mm. Yeah. Wyatt? That's a really <laughs> bad name for a mercenary. <laughs> Hi, <I'm> Wyatt? <laughs> Yeah, it's not everything down that end of the alphabet. No. W. No. Mm. <laughs> yen? Yen? No. Yen, yen's okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's it would be more like with a J, I think. Yeah. 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 Whereas yen, sort of like the Japanese, like the yen, doesn't quite make sense. Well, yeah, it also makes you sound cheap because of the exchange rate. Yeah, sure, one yen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was something like uh, euro. Mm. Hello. Actually, Euro. Yeah, yeah or Yuri. Ugh, Yuri. Yeah. That's another U up, up top. <laughs> yeah, no. The 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 back end of the alphabet. Alphabet definitely more evil sounding letters. Yes, except for the W. Except for the W, which is uh, yeah, it's the runt of the uh... Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> but Wesley Snipes. Yeah, no, Snipes is evil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like Snipes. Snipes is you know. But you need you need a good snappy last name there to to. to well, Wesley Snipes as a man who was the daywalker, you know, who was half vampire, half human. Yeah. In but, Blade, he's yeah. really got a name that reflects that, because it's hard to think of a more human name than Wesley. Yeah, no, that's true, and 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 Snipes is Snipes, really brings in the evil. Snipes kind of has the onomatopoeia of a blade. Mm. You know, um, or more or scissors. <laughs> Onomatopoeia, onomatopoeia, on a mat, on a mat. Um, uh, can you can you write down? Oh, you you wrote down Hitman Uber. Yeah, Hitman Thank Uber. Thank you, Alistair. I've already written hit down, Hitman Uber. Hitman Uber. Yeah. Hey, um, we've done five sketches. One, we've two, done five three, sketches. Four, we've five. done five sketches. We've it's done. True. Yeah. All right. Well, we better. Do you wrap want it another up, one? Do you want another one? Or shall we wrap it up? Well, look. Since we're since we're already losing steam. <laughs> Um, like uh, a kettle like, on yeah. a windy day. 
Yes. Uh, or like a um, like a podcast on an early morning, morning. pre-work recording. Yes. <laughs> Without breakfast. Do you have breakfast? I haven't had breakfast. Yeah. No, well, let's maybe go we'll a, go get a snack let's after go get this. Get a bagel or something. Let's go get a bagel or something. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, All I guess right. We better ra- wrap this up. Talk us through it. All right, we got the high altitude training receptionist. Great. Yeah, we got the twenty year old male consultant. We we have found the most knowledgeable person in the world. It is a twenty uh, year old guy who's had three beers and a puff of a spliff at a party, and then he gives them their opinions. Uh, oh, that's really yeah. solid sketch. Yeah. Solid. Sure, man. Yeah. Uh, chimneys are sky wells, uh, grabbing air above the smog, sort of like a reverse cupcake. Right. Sometimes I, p- I keep picturing, picturing Santa Claus getting stuck in a well. <laughs> I feel like that's another... I'm just going to write Santa Claus. Great. It's just a, an area. It's just a well. It's just a chimney connection. Um, but you don't like connections. You don't like links. You must hate chains. Oh, I, like, I like tenuous links. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy who likes having sex with animals talks his way onto the voyage of the beagle bones. <laughs> I think that's really great. <laughs> yeah yeah um and hitman uber great look i think there's enough there's enough stuff there what we an app feel like we did something yeah what an app 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 Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.